0: You're listening to episode 134 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk to you about some amazing bucket list marathons. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational, and let the Marathon Running Podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond.
1: Hi, Luddy. Hey,
0: Ryan and runners. How is it going? Pretty
1: good. So, bucket list marathons today.
0: Yes, bucket list marathons, which are pretty amazing. So I found this guy on YouTube. His uh, his uh, handle, or whatever that's called, is Run Arno Run, and he had a YouTube video on some really cool races. Surprisingly, a few I have never heard of before, and now I'm all inspired to run them before I kick the bucket at 120. Is
1: that how long you're gonna live? Yes, probably realistic. Potentially, if they get any anti-aging like success in research,
0: yeah. And I'm kind of romantic. I want to die one year before you, or together <laughs> I gotta live
1: 121.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that your plan?
1: Actually, I gotta live longer than that because I'm older than you.
0: I guess. Yeah. Just by so, a couple of years. Yeah. So you're gonna be 143 years. What? We're not that <laughs> much older than you. <laughs> Well, anyway, (laughs) so this is Ryan and Letty. We do our weekly marathon podcast and we are still on Aloha time, which means we're pre-recording this episode, which will air on December 10th, a day after the, or December, well, you know, around that time. And it's going to be on the Monday after the 50th anniversary of the Honolulu Marathon. So at this time, I'm probably going to be sore and happy and, you know... At the beach somewhere, watching my husband foil board.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For the record, we're only two years apart in age, not 20. Okay. Okay. Actually, it's three, but who's counting? Well, two and a half or so, 79, 81. All right, right.
0: let me cut, cut. (laughs) Let's not put my age in there,
1: but... So you're laying on a beach, relaxing under an umbrella with a drink in hand.
0: That sounds good, except for we're bringing it's not the kids. Be
1: that, yeah, it's, that's not that doesn't happen ever. I'll be us.
0: buried in sand. Um, so that's probably more likely the picture.
1: Yeah, or we're hiking or doing something fun, but I you got to keep the kids active. They can't sit in the beach for like ten minutes.
0: I don't know about hiking the day after my marathon, but
1: oh yeah, that's right. Not the day after. That's yeah, true.
0: yeah. But I think we're flying out on Monday after anyway, so it's not going to be a big deal. The kids love flying and um, we love Hawaii. What can we say? Maybe we'll come back as homeowners. (laughs) Anyway, so Hawaii, the Honolulu Marathon is one that definitely has been on my bucket list as of last year because last year was the first time we visited Honolulu as a family and I absolutely fell in love with the island and the lifestyle, much more so than I ever liked Maui um, and all the other islands, the big island and Kauai, where I've been before. So that... The fact that we wanted to go back anyway a year later and that there was a marathon in December just kind of worked out. So I can't wait to to see what that's like. And we will for sure let you guys know because I'm sure we'll be recording a recap next weekend.
1: Your favorite podcasts, those race recaps. Gotta love those marathon recaps.
0: <laughs> anyway, so um, like I said, today we're talking to Run Arno Run. And um, Ryan, uh, what what is on your marathon bucket list? I want you to call one out before we hop into this interview.
1: Well, you told me to say the Stockholm Marathon in <laughs> Sweden. It's on my script right here. <laughs> we don't have a script.
0: <laughs> so hopefully, yeah, we are still awaiting notification from Ryan's place of employment to figure out if we can travel to it. And hopefully, there will not be a rock placed into our bowl.
1: I don't know if that's a real analogy. Oh, I mean, I make- don't really want to rock in my bowl, so my bowl usually has food in it. <laughs> so I guess uh, it's undesirable. <laughs>
0: Anyhow, so um, are you ready to cut the chase and get to the interview? That's a real one.
1: Cut to the chase. Cut yes. to
0: the chase. Sure. Oh. All right. Without any further ado, we're now going to play our conversation with "Run, Arnold, Run." All right. So I'm here with Arno Tessers. Thank you so much for joining me.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: So maybe we can start out by introducing you to our audience and uh, maybe you can just tell us what you do and how you are a runner.
2: My uh, YouTube channel is uh, Run Arno Run. And I started running um, basically because I, I just wanted to uh, run a half marathon just once in my life. And after I did, I just continued running because I enjoyed it so much. And uh, I loved uh, joining uh, races. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of become an addiction.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you have a really cool channel. So maybe you can tell our audience uh, what type of videos you have on there as well
2: uh the videos i make uh are uh all the races that i run i i take a gopro with me on a gimbal and i film the entire uh, race and then uh make it into a, a short little video uh, i also make uh training videos with uh, tips for runners and uh yeah try to keep other runners uh, motivated for their training and try to uh, help them along where I, I know that i struggled when i started running so uh yeah that way I, uh I hope to uh, contribute to somebody else's training and uh, yeah, see if we can all motivate each other a little bit to to keep training because yeah, especially training for long races can be uh, a, a bit tough to stay motivated. And this also helps me to stay motivated because I know I need to make these videos, so uh, that helps me to keep going out on my run. So it's a it's a big motivator for myself as well.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and we quite enjoy your channel. Um, and and you know, it's it's like you said it helps us through the training and then also helps us dream of races. And that's kind of how I found your channel because I always look out for what would be some cool races to run because I don't really like running the same races all the time. And I came across your list of top 20 races and before we hop into this i kind of want to pick your brain and see um what criteria was important to you when you picked those races was a mixture of races that are speedy or sites or uniqueness um because you know as as you know there's thousands of marathons so i'm trying to figure out how you picked the ones that you picked
2: um, yeah, it was really tough because uh, I w- I didn't want to make the list too long and initially I I wanted to make a list of 10 marathons, but uh, it quickly grew into a lot more. Uh, I looked at races that, yeah, were uh, unique or uh, seemed like races that, would be, uh, just really fantastic races to join in, uh, especially like the races for the, the six majors. Those are, are races that a lot of runners want to run. So I looked at race like that, uh, but also for like really spectacular locations, like, uh, the, the polar circle marathon, uh, not a race that everybody would run, but yeah, it is a very beautiful location to run. And I think even though, uh, I'm not sure if I actually want to run it because I'm not really good with the cold. But it's one of those races where, yeah, you you just want to run it because you want to be able to say that you you did it. So,
0: okay, let's yeah. roll into your list of top twenty marathons.
2: Number twenty: the Polar Circle Marathon, probably one of the toughest marathons. You'll be running on ice in terrible conditions, but what an amazing place to be running. The only reason why this is all the way down to number 20 is because of the circumstances of the race. They totally do not appeal to me, but it's one of those races that you secretly want to be able to run so that you can say that you did it. So Polar Circle Marathon is number 20. At 19 is the Everest Marathon. If you've ever wanted to climb Mount Everest or just felt like running up it, this is the perfect race for you. It is listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the highest marathon in the world. It goes over rough mountain trails and finishes at the Sherpa Town Namche Bazaar at 3,446 meters. A race for the well-trained runner with amazing views your entire run. This is definitely a bucket list marathon. The Everest Marathon at 19. At 18 we find the Rock and Roll Marathon New Orleans. Famous for its nightlife and parties, New Orleans has a marathon that fits the city perfectly. With live bands along the course and a concert at the finish, this race is one big party. With a flat and fast course, this is a big favorite for runners trying to set a personal best. After enjoying the sights of New Orleans, enjoy the music and parties in New Orleans at number 18. Number 17 brings us to Germany for the Berlin Marathon. This marathon is a big favorite for a lot of runners because of its fast course. In the past years, a lot of marathon records have been set here, and in 2018 this was also the course where Kip Kipchoge set the world record. Whether you're an athlete racing for the world title, or you're a runner just hoping to set a personal best, running past Berlin's famous sights is a treat for any runner. It's not for nothing that this marathon is a big favorite for runners around the world and part of the six majors. In our list, it comes in at number 17. At 16, we have the world-famous Boston Marathon. The first Boston Marathon was held in 1897 and has been held every year since until 2020. The historic course attracts an average of 30,000 registered participants each year and is a bucket list race for a lot of runners. Held on Patriots Day, the third Monday in April, the Boston Marathon sits at number 16 of our list. Not far from Boston is the New York City Marathon at 15. The course covers all five of New York's boroughs and is the largest marathon in the world with over 50,000 finishers in 2016. As part of the six World Marathon majors, together with Boston, Chicago, Tokyo, London and Berlin, New York is a definite favorite amongst runners and spectators. Each year the marathon draws in nearly 2 million spectators along the course. New York City Marathon is number 15 in the list. At number 14 we go to the West Coast for the Los Angeles Marathon. With the start inside Dodger Stadium and the finish line at the Santa Monica Pier, this is already a great race. Running past Los Angeles' biggest landmarks is a big bonus. Hollywood Boulevard, the Sunset Strip, Beverly Hills, onto the Californian coast. And unlike Forrest Gump, when you get to the Santa Monica Pier, you don't need to run back. That's it. A great course with a race set in February-March, the Los Angeles Marathon comes in at number 14. For number thirteen, we go back to Europe. For the fourth member of the World Marathon Majors, the London Marathon. The mostly flat course has three different start points, and after 4.5 kilometers, the routes all come together. Running past London sights is a treat, and crossing Tower Bridge a definite highlight. With London's old buildings as a backdrop, the London Marathon is our number thirteen. In spot twelve, we find another rock and roll marathon. This time in Las Vegas. They've actually changed it to just a half marathon, but I still wanted to keep it in the list. For whoever's been to Sin City before, it's probably hard to imagine the Las Vegas Strip without traffic. This alone probably makes the Las Vegas Half Marathon a special event, with plenty of live music acts along the course to entertain runners and spectators during the race. With the race being held at night, there is an abundance of lights and special effects along the way, a spectacle worthy of Vegas. The Las Vegas Half Marathon comes in at number 12. At number 11, we find our only international race covering the United States and Canada. It's the Niagara Falls Marathon. With the race starting in Buffalo, New York, and ending in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada, this race is one of the few marathons in the world that starts in one country and finishes in another. Runners are required to show their passport or nexus card at the start. If the appeal of running across borders is not enough, then the sights during the run sure are. From the historic parkways of Buffalo to the great Niagara Falls, the Niagara Falls International Marathon is number 11. As we come to the top 10 of our list, we venture to South America to the Easter Island Marathon. Running across the island alongside the mysterious stone statues and wild horses, it's an amazing experience for any runner. The Green Island and friendly spectators fill the beautiful course. The Autumn back course is fairly flat in the beginning and the end of the race, but tends to be a bit hillier in the middle. A not too common place for a not so common race. The Easter Island Marathon at number 10. In spot number 9 we find the mother of all marathons, the Athens Marathon, also known as the Athens Classic Authentic Marathon. The course runs from Marathon to Athens just as the legend from which the race got its name. Pheidippides, who was a messenger in ancient Greece, ran from Marathon to Athens to bring the news from the battlefield that the Greeks beat the Persians. Because of this journey, we now run marathons all over the world. The only thing left out of the story was that Pheidippides collapsed and died after arriving in Athens. This doesn't stop thousands of people each year since 1972 to travel in Pheidippides' footsteps and get a taste of this historic race. The marathon finishes at the Panitanaico Stadium, an ancient site of athletic competition. So all this puts this historic marathon at number 9. For our number 8 we go to Italy for the Rome Marathon. Running through the streets of the Italian capital past all the historic buildings like the Colosseum and the Forum really gives you a taste of ancient times. The course runs straight through the heart of the city and circles back to the finish next to the Colosseum. With all the beautiful sights along the route like the Trevi Fountain and the Spanish Steps and accounting for some of the streets having cobblestones, don't count on running a personal best for this one, but you're sure to enjoy an awesome run. And that's why the Rome Marathon is at number 8. Number 7 brings us to Kenya for the LIWA Marathon. This annual fundraising event is held inside the LIWA Wildlife Conservancy to raise funds for community development and wildlife conservation. The LIWA Wildlife Conservancy is home to a large variety of wildlife which includes elephants, rhinos, lions, zebras and leopards. There are no barriers between the runners and the animals, so that makes this race a very special experience. To ensure the safety of the runners, the Kenyan Wildlife Service guards the course with armed rangers and two helicopters and a spotter plane check the area for any threats. With the rough terrain and the warm climate of Kenya, it can be a tough race, but with the gorgeous surroundings and chances of spotting wildlife on your run, puts the LIBO Marathon in a well-deserved number 7. Our next marathon takes us through small villages and past the ancient temples in Myanmar during the Bagan Temple Marathon at number 6. The mostly dirt road course is a challenging one for most runners, but the beautiful surroundings and stunning views more than make up for that. The thousand year old temples, the villagers cheering you on, and the ox carts on the course make for a very special experience during our number 6 race, the Bagan Temple Marathon. We stay close by for our number 5 when we go to Cambodia for the Angkor Empire Marathon. The youngest marathon in our list has only been run since 2014 and starts and finishes at the Angkor Wat Temple Complex, which is a world heritage site. Along the course you will pass several other temples and enjoy the beautiful surroundings of this first Cambodian marathon in spot number 5, the Angkor Empire Marathon. In number four, we find one of the toughest marathons around, the Great Wall Marathon. With its steep ascents and descents, it's a big challenge for any runner, plus the wall provides the course 5,164 stone steps, which is a completely different experience than running on even ground. The sides of and from the wall are stunning, the beauty of the course and the challenges that you have to overcome during it make this a wonderful addition to anyone's bucket list and that's why we find the Great Wall Marathon at number four. It's down to the top three in our marathons of the world list and for number three we travel to South America for the Inca Trail Marathon in Peru. Why walk the Inca Trail if you can run it? Running through amazing surroundings along the Inca Trail is as beautiful as it is tough. The entire race is a trail run with steep ascents and descents, leading you to the finish at Machu Picchu, one of the seven world wonders. An astounding course with probably the most beautiful finish in any race the Inca trail marathon in number three for more beautiful surroundings we go to south africa for our number two race the big five marathon the big five marathon lets you run through a private game reserve called Antabini and gets its name from the big five animals being lion leopard elephant rhino and cape buffalo while running you could encounter some of these animals and many more but runners don't have to worry about their safety because the course is patrolled by security the rangers check the course during the entire race Zebras, giraffes and antelopes are no rare sighting during this race. Even though the sandy paths and the steep hills make it a really tough race, its jaw-dropping surroundings and chance of wildlife encounters during your run make this an amazing bucket list event. The Big 5 marathon is in spot number 2 on our list. Our list has taken us from Europe to Asia and from South America to Africa. For our number 1 on the list we go to the happiest place on earth, the Walt Disney World Marathon. Since 1994, Disney World has held an annual marathon that lets runners run through the different Disney parks. The course has changed over the years, but the Disney magic is in every mile of this race. With Disney characters and entertainment along the course, there is a lot to enjoy while running not to mention running past all the Disney World attractions and through Cinderella's castle. The atmosphere among the runners is great and a lot of them run in Disney themed outfits. Of course, the medals for the race are Disney themed as well. And a few days at the parks makes the Disney World Marathon a truly magical experience and number one in our list.
0: of those races have you done
2: um i've uh, run the uh, london marathon berlin marathon uh well disney world um i've run rome athens um uh, big five in south africa and rotterdam and rotterdam is not actually on the list but
0: <laughs> it should be according to you <laughs>
2: It, it is a really nice one, but it's uh it's really close to where I live so I've I've known Rotterdam since I was a little kid so to me it wasn't as special as as other races are and I'm sure that if you're uh, coming from a different country to run in Rotterdam it's an amazing uh, marathon to run because it is a very beautiful marathon and the crowds are amazing. But for me, it was like, yeah, running in my backyard. So it didn't make it as special as one of those races where I wouldn't travel to South Africa or to even Berlin. So, yeah.
0: Okay. And the list you've done, that's a really, really cool list. And I want to hear about a few of them, especially the ones that you've run, um, specifically the big five marathon, because I think you've listed it as number one. So the big five marathon, how scary is it knowing that there's nothing but rangers stopping the wild animals from potentially, you know, getting to the running prey?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that that does add some excitement to the race. (laughs) Uh, it, it was a very beautiful marathon, and uh, you you get informed beforehand. You do a, a full day a tour by car to uh, inspect the course, and uh, yeah, they they tell you that the rangers are there to make sure that the animals don't get to the course. So I was pretty confident that we we were fairly safe, but yeah, there's always a chance that they would uh, have to uh, cut the race short or if the lions would move closer to the, uh, to the course uh, or something like that would happen. And eventually one of those uh, things did happen. Cause uh, at the 40 kilometer mark, uh, there were elephants on the course. So uh, we actually got stopped uh, where the elephants were. And by the time I got there, uh, uh, the, the, the people from the half marathon, which uh, end up at the same uh, course at the end, uh, they had been sitting there for over an hour waiting in the uh, safari trucks. And uh, when I got there, they all just uh, started to leave. So uh, they put us uh, a little close to the finish. We got back off the cars and uh, ran to the finish. But uh, yeah, there are not that many races where you actually get stopped because there are elephants on the course. So that was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> that is pretty cool, but also scary. I mean, I'm glad it was only quote-unquote elephants but at the same time i've seen (laughs) them in videos charging at people before so it's still it's still scary
2: yeah elephants are not animals to mess with so yeah
0: absolutely another thing um that kind of stuck out to me is Given how exotic the marathons are that you've listed, I mean, you have the polar and you have the big five and Athens, I was kind of shocked to see that Disney was on that list. Can you maybe explain that to me? <laughs> because to me, Disney is probably the least exotic, um, you know, race that I, I I was absolutely not expecting to see on your list
2: the the video has been up now for a little over a year i think and i've gotten a lot of comments about that about Walt well, disney world being on the list <laughs> and uh, being that high in the list uh, but um it, it was uh, my first marathon and it was also the reason why i wanted to run a marathon i started running in uh, uh, disneyland in paris that was my first half marathon and then after that i learned that there were races in uh, disney world and just the the atmosphere of the race is just so amazing uh, being there uh, the crowd is fantastic i've made a lot of friends during the disney runs so uh, for me it's it's about the whole experience of the race and uh, being able to uh, hang out with my friends at the start line and uh, yeah we go up to the characters take pictures with the characters during the race and you run through the parks which is uh, a lot of fun so yeah, for me, it, it's a no-brainer. It's so much fun to run that race. So I don't understand why people <laughs> think it's so strange that it's even on the list. But yeah, it, it, the whole atmosphere, the organization is really is really great. They think of everything. Everything's taken care of. So uh, yeah, there are a lot of races where yeah, there's not uh, that much. Uh, care being taken of the runners or they have a couple of water stops or whatever but yeah here disney makes sure that everything's taken care of the races are a bit more expensive to sign up for and yeah you're staying or most of the time you're staying at the resort there and you're spending days at disney so it's an expensive trip to take but yeah the the races are a lot of fun so yeah
0: Okay. No, I, I guess um I guess I can, you know it's it's shocking to us because it's such a man made um park with characters versus, you know, your exoticness of the Everest <laughs> yeah. and Polar yeah. Circle and all that. So I think it's kind of uh you know it's it's kind of night and day, but I guess that makes it into a great um it 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 comes into full circle because you can run in all sorts of circumstances. So Yeah, yeah. So a couple of more I wanted to ask you about is one of them is the Rome Marathon. That one has been on my personal radar for a while. What did you think about the course? Too many cobblestones? Is it uh, too hyped up or is that going to stick on your list?
2: Uh, that is definitely going to stay on my list. I I love running in Rome. Uh, I'm a, a big fan of Rome to begin with. I love the the history they have and uh, love visiting all the, the old bi- buildings, the Forum, the Colosseum so uh, running there was amazing because uh, the course passes pretty much all the famous sites in rome so it's like going sightseeing but like really fast <laughs> and uh, uh, the course is just really beautiful and uh, i heard beforehand as well that yeah it's really tough on your on your ankles your knees because of the cobblestones but it's it's not actually that much of the race where you're running on the cobblestones. So uh, that didn't really bother me that, that much. The The thing was that the day that I was running, it was really hot. It was um, at yeah, 27 degrees Celsius. I think that's around uh, 85 degrees. Uh, it was really hot to run in. And so that made it a really tough race. But it was a, a really beautiful race because, yeah, Rome is just a beautiful city. So yeah
0: okay perfect yeah thank you so so much for uh coming and talking to me about these races and hopefully you'll have inspired a lot of our runners to you know kind of think outside the box and when i say box i mean you know the six major marathons because there's so many more beautiful races out there that we can enjoy for all different reasons
2: yeah there are races all over the world and uh for this list, I only took the marathons, but there are a lot of, uh, half marathons or, uh, different distances, like, a uh, uh, 50 mile races that are uh, really beautiful as well. I, uh, I did a video about, a uh, a Lonely Planet book as well that has a whole book full of beautiful races. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, making a new list out of that to see if I, uh, I can compile uh, some, uh, some more races to, uh, to make a video about. And, uh, have a new list to, to work down and travel the world to to go running.
0: That's a super great idea. We cannot wait. And yeah, thank you so much for um, talking with me. And we absolutely will stay tuned for that list. And um, thanks, Arno. And how can people find you? Maybe you can say one more time how they can find you on social media and on YouTube.
2: Uh, they can find me on, uh, on YouTube under uh, Run Arno Run. And it's the same on uh, on Instagram and Facebook uh, run Arno run yeah.
0: perfect, thank you, Arno.
2: yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, Arno for speaking with me. I enjoyed our chat so much, and um I share the same bucket list as you do now, pretty much um any favorites ryan would you would you run that big five marathon that is in the middle of the safari where it's out in the nature and and only the 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 rangers kind of watch for lion attacks and and hippos
1: i don't know i don't know if i like to be running with wild game that is looking for things that are running
0: i know i don't think i'd ever be brave enough for that
1: yeah i don't know maybe (laughs) i'd pick another one first
0: so with that aloha and until next time
1: have a good week of running
0: Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.